0: Yaki Salia from the Institute of Security Studies is with us. Uh, Yaki, uh, when you wrote your manuscript about the future for South Africa, you unpacked the best possible future would be one where we would have coalitions uh, in the political sphere. Well, what we saw in the local elections appears to have been ahead of everybody's anticipation of when coalition politics would hit South Africa. Whereas the timing might have been different, you certainly were looking ahead to this as a as a prospect for the country.
1: Yeah, and my forecasts have held up quite well. Um, book was written in um, July of 2017, and I indicated that uh, the ANC um, could would likely lose Gauteng in 2024 and that um, it may emerge as, it may go slightly below 50%, but will still be the dominant party and will rule until 2029. And I think that that forecast has held up quite well. What I um, thought would be the best for South Africa was a stable pro-growth coalition between a reformed uh, ANC and the D- Democratic Alliance. Now, of course, um That is the only way in which South Africa, after 2024, is likely to to gain and retain a degree of stability. I don't think um, that um, one will have to see if the DA and the ANC are prepared to enter into that. But in between that, uh, the 2024 elections and where we are now, there is... uh, um, Most important event beyond the release of the Zondu Commission results will be, of course, the ANC's uh, elective conference at the end of 2022. And depending on what happens there, you may find a splintering of the ANC in which the bulk, the rump of the party will stay with Ramaphosa, who I believe will not be unseated. I think he'll stay on as leader of the ANC and president of the country until 2029. But you may have a slight splintering of the party where a faction of the ANC um, uh, hive off and maybe join forces with Julius malema and the eff, i don't think that's a governing um, alliance, but it certainly um, would mean that the ANC would could significantly go, uh, go below the fifty percent but it will still be the majority party in south Africa and will be able in my view to be able uh, to be to put a governing alliance together until two thousand twenty nine
0: So where does Action SA come into this picture? They only had a year. They got 16% of the Johannesburg vote and and good slugs of Shwani and Ukuruleni. Is this not a force to be reckoned with?
1: Action SA is, but it's probably no more than a a regional force in Gauteng for the time being. Um, And the DA has also um, uh, hit a ceiling. So I think that the prospects are for a much more regional um, Division of Power in South Africa, where you could find the DA, uh, the um, Action SA, put together a governing coalition together with the Freedom Front and a few others in Gauteng. In KZN, you may find a resurgent IFP um, take the lead there, depending on who they are prepared to enter into alliances with, and the Cape will stay, I think, solidly DA. Now, once the ANC loses Gauteng, in a sense, its goose is cooked. And the central theme of my book, uh, Fate of the Nation, was this division within the ANC between what I refer to as a reformist faction, led by Ramaphosa, and a traditionalist faction, which is, uh, in a sense, where the EFF and the um, RET faction within the ANC could find themselves. But um, the it, it, it will be a difficult road for all concerned um and uh, the central challenge is that the anc is losing its influence and power in all the important urban centres uh kzn uh, around durban and other areas in Gauteng and uh, and the western cape of course and and on its current trajectory um ramaphosa faces a challenge because he will be in a sense squeezed between losing the urban areas and the rural traditional areas where in one sense, the RET faction support lies um, and where, as I said, the, um, a- the EFF may, may enter into alliance with a faction within the ANC.
0: So what does Ramaphosa do in this circumstance? He's, he has been telling us, or observers have been telling us, that he's playing the long game. What's his long game?
1: Well, his long game is staying in power. Uh, He is at the moment, he is probably the last ANC president in South Africa. Uh, Also, in accordance with what I uh, wrote about, um, 2029 will see the first chance that an opposition alliance could put together a governing coalition nationally, not before that so the ANC will remain in power until then and um like almost in all southern africa but almost in all african countries we are slowly seeing the normalization of politics where um coalitions messy coalitions are coming uh, to the front in south africa and where the country faces it could be a difficult period but we um, we have a different constitutional dispensation and the courts and civil society and the media have stood up and forced uh, the ANC uh, into um, holding it to account uh, for the damage that it's done to South Africa over recent years.
0: You say messy coalitions. In history, is that what happens when you do go into an era of coalition politics that nobody really knows uh, how it's going to work out? You have all kinds of bits. and, and, And in that context, I'd love to get your thoughts on... Something like the Patriotic Alliance, which has now gotten together, a small party, um, put together by perhaps entrepreneurial politicians, gotten together with the ANC, backed what appears to be a losing horse, but it's given them uh, disproportionate power uh, in parts of the Cape. Similarly, uh, with a faction, with a tiny party that has now got the deputy mayor of Durban, or uh, Etiquiani rather, with only two seats in the two proportional representative seats. That looks real messy to me.
1: It does. And it's the danger, you know, are we going to learn through this process of coalitions or is it going to remain unstable? And I think that the next few months are probably going to be unstable. Um, as, as the coalitions settle down, and as, um, parties shift because, um, there are no formal agreements that are behind the, um, uh, voting for mayors and speakers, uh, that have happened. And that is concerning. But I think that what has also happened is that the EFF, amongst others, have realized that its politics of, um, sort of destructive politics have cost it at the, at the vo- at the ballot. Um, every with every election, the EFF runs into a ceiling of 10, 12 percent and hasn't been able to break out of it. Now, Malema's action plan is quite evident. He's trying to support the RET faction within the ANC so that that can splinter off and then join forces with the EFF and maybe push him a little bit higher. But it's as if South African voters um, don't believe that the EFF is a viable governing party uh, at a national level. So uh, the EFF is struggling. The problem that we face um, is that um, low growth, uh, mediocre growth, feeds into their storyline, and in the meanwhile, turning South Africa's growth trajectory around, which is slowly happening, is constrained by ESCOM and by all the um, by the impact of the ANC's poor and corrupt governance, which we've seen for for several years now, well, under Jacob Zuma. Things are turning around under Ramaphosa, but it's a a slow and a long road.
0: Yaki, when you have a look at the results of the local elections, people are taking it very much on face value, and they don't seem to be bringing into account the fact that many ANC voters just stayed away. They didn't vote for other parties. There was a, a net decline in the number of votes that were cast. Is this something that in the long game, getting back to the leader of the ANC, the president of, of the country, that he'll be working towards to bring that vote out in 2024?
1: I think everybody is fighting for that that exact vote, Alec. Um, the, it can benefit the ANC, but if um, an alliance or individual Um, opposition parties like Action SA manage to mobilize that vote, they can grow very strongly. Maybe even the the DA could do that, but um, there would have to be significant change within the the leadership and the orientation of the party to achieve that. But that's what they're all fighting for. And uh, at the moment, uh, that stay-away vote has huge potential to perhaps turn a party like Action SA into a, a truly national party, But then we would have to see action by Action SA. And I'm not sure that um, a party that grows that rapidly would be able to deliver. Um, And it's also quite evident, I think, that both the EFF and the DA have in a sense ganged up against the Action SA because they threaten threaten both those parties um, and and effectively kept them out of, of too much influence.
0: So how can the Democratic Alliance change? To become, or to at least retain its position as the official opposition, and perhaps uh, take control of the government at some point in time.
1: I think it'd be very difficult. Um, the DA is hamstrung by, you know, it did, it tried um, with Musi Maimane and so on, but it's gone back. It's, I do not say to its old ways, and it has a, it struggles, it really struggles in the media because uh, it is beaten up as a white uh, um, party of privilege, while, of course, it isn't really. It's more multiracial than most other parties, but it struggles. I think that uh, the DA increasingly is a regional party, um, and we're all looking for um, new politics, uh, like Action SA, uh, to emerge that can attract the stay-away vote. But make no mistake, the ANC... Is still the dominant party in South Africa. It will remain the dominant party out till twenty twenty nine, and possibly even beyond that. The um, that history, that legacy, dies very, very slowly. So, um, will the ANC be able uh, to put together governing coalitions, uh, or alternatively, will opposition parties have sufficient uh, ideological coherence to put together alternate a governing alliance? That's very difficult to see. Um, it all of that requires um, access to the um, stay-away vote, because that is what will determine. And uh, as you indicated, South Africans are, are turning away from politics. Um, and, and that that is a cause of concern. Uh, but it will possibly um, be able to turn around if we can find new parties, Action SA and others come to the fore. But we can also see the resurgence of a party like the IFP. Of course, KwaZulu-Natal is a little bit unique in terms of its um, uh, racial and ethnic, particularly its ethnic uh, configuration um, and the potential role even that the RAT faction uh, can can play in that province.
0: You've mentioned a couple of times now about regional parties. In other words, the people in the Western Cape, they love the DA. The people in KwaZulu-Natal increasingly love the IFP. Uh, Yet at a national level, both of those parties are uh, hugely outvoted, and not uh, their, their philosophies, their ideals are not being taken into account in in a centralist uh, kind of state. How much credence do you give to the philosophy that South Africa will break up? That South Africa will become, in time to come, uh, regions where those regional parties will represent, which represent people that are there, uh, will actually. A force through the secessionist uh, discussion, which was laughed at, and now has been taken a little more seriously. There, there's a global
1: trend towards dissolution um, um, of countries, but I don't think it will it will happen in in South Africa. Um, the Western Cape is such an intrinsic part of South Africa um, that we may find uh, that there is a fringe group that uh, stand for this and that uh, push for it. But uh, turning that into something that will pass muster at a national level, um, I, I think is is probably outside of the realm of, of politics in South Africa. The country would really have to disintegrate and really have to do badly. And I think when you look uh, medium-long term, we have mediocre prospects, but they could turn quite positively. Um, it depends what happens with uh, if the ANC is... Uh, able to turn itself around. If the Zondu Commission and the reforms that Ramaphosa are slowly busy with gain traction, and there are many of them, but, you know, we've been hit by the one tragedy after the other, starting with Jacob Zuma, uh, with COVID, and you name it, it is like, you know, just give us a break, guys. Um, So I I do think that the prospects are not as dire as many people think they are. We still live very, very well in South Africa, um, but uh, we're all looking for that turnaround. I, I often make the point. Alec, like, I travel a lot uh, less at the moment, and I go to every country, to many countries in Africa and beyond. And every country makes the point that things are terrible. We are in the worst place in the world. And you come back to South Africa, and you say, "Hey, guys, it's actually not that bad." Many, many countries. I've, you know, we've done studies on Nigeria, Algeria, Tunisia, Egypt, and we're finishing a number of others at the moment. And every one of those, they feel. This is really terrible. I don't. I, I think we're struggling, but um, I think also that there are signs of, of green shoots uh, if we can turn the economy around, and that's the critical thing in South Africa.
0: So let's look ahead to 2024. Uh, Herman Mashaba has said on interviews with Biz News that he's now going to be focusing his attention on building a national force. He is going to compete in every single by-election, he says, uh, that it happens anywhere in the country, Action SA will have a candidate over the next two to three years, and so that in 2024, he will become the president of South Africa. Now, he, these, those are bold statements, uh, but he he has positioned the party as a party for the poor, but with a route to success being through capitalism, through free enterprise, whereas the EFF is the party for the poor with a route to success through socialism. Those two uh, do not make good bedfellows, <laughs> yet they do seem in the public perception anyway to be allies in some sense.
1: I don't know. I think that, um, Urban Mashaba and the DA have, um, a, a tumultuous background, but that's where the, the, the DA in a sense is quite well positioned. That the, the dominant faction within the ANC, the Ramaphosa faction and Herban Mashaba, um, are closer ideologically to the DA than, than the EFF. I mean, the EFF's main, uh, target and its main source of potential support is the RET faction within the ANC, and that's where. Um, but I, I don't think that Herman Mashaba is going to get become president in 2024, nor Julius Malema. Um, I think um, uh, Herman Mashaba may uh, have a chance of others of being part of a governing coalition in Gauteng, and I think that's quite likely. Uh, but it depends. Um, it's, it's this fight about the urban black vote, where that will go. Um, I think that the majority of that vote will not go to the EFF, because at the same time that the EFF and the DA are uh, targeting Urban Mashaba, um, there is also um, an effort by the DA and the Urban Mashaba to keep the EFF out. Uh, so it's, it's politics. Nobody knows what's going to happen in, in, in these politics. But I think that come 2024, our president will be one Cyril Ramaphosa.
0: And your best guess, looking forward to 2029, at which point, if the ANC's current trajectory continues, uh, what might we be looking at then?
1: Then you have, for the first time in South Africa, the chance of an opposition alliance uh, putting together a governing coalition. It will have to be a coalition. I don't think there's any chance that any single party will, uh, apart from the ANC, uh, will be able to, to govern South Africa. And, and well, the premise of this is you see a decline in the ANC and that um, a variety of opposition parties then put together a governing coalition, um, a governing coalition that I think uh, probably will exclude the EFF. Because the ideological orientation of the other parties, the EFF, the DA, Freedom Front Plus, and possibly other new parties, is certainly much more center of the road than the sort of fascist policies, uh, racist policies of the EFF. So I I think there's a chance of that, but um, I wouldn't give it much more than 50-50, because the ANC as a dominant party would still be able to put together a coalition with the DA um, or with... uh, possibly maybe um, uh, Action SA uh, that puts together a a governing coalition of South Africa. It's not impossible.
0: Accepting that Action SA says the one thing they will not do is go into into coalition with the ANC. Getting uh, just finally for 2024, nice and close to home, we've also got a new electoral act uh, which is going to change the way that South Africans' central government is put together. The ANC continues to tell us that they they have won most of the wards anyway in South Africa. Would this new electoral act, which will put more focus on who you elect locally in your constituency, would that not be in the ANC's favour?
1: It could be, of course. Um, um, a variety of politicians, um, like Musi Maimane and so on, have tried to push this independent grouping. But I think eventually you need a party organization. Um, you can't run a country on a, on a loose coalition, a grouping of individuals with each his own agenda. Yes, if you are only interested in, in positions and money, as some of the parties are in South Africa, then maybe it can serve particular short-term benefits. But uh, even in Kenya, which has really um, uh, difficult politics and, and money politics and patronage politics um, Uh, you find that uh, people and personalities shift the whole time. But we are far away from the kind of politics in Kenya where personality drives literally everything. We still have parties with largely coherent political agendas. And I think for a party to become dominant in South Africa, to gain influence, it needs a coherent uh, message and a platform. So I don't think the independents are – they reflect – Um, the disaffection that many South Africans have with politics.